is nothing more inspiring than a woman being unapologetically herself. The answers are all in your heart. She's waiting, she's waiting, she's waiting for you to set her free. Welcome to BU Podcast. I'm Jill Herman and I am so glad you're here. I was broke, insecure, and craved approval. But with grit, hustle, and sacrifice, I still built a successful multi-million dollar business. 10 years in, burnout, I slowed down and looked inward. In that silence, I discovered that the same level of success could have come to me with much less effort and so much more joy. That's when I threw out the expectations of the world and chose to unbecome every single thing I thought I was supposed to be. And the real me was uncaged. It was far from easy. And in this podcast, I'll offer my entire journey as a roadmap so that if you're ready, you can finally be you. Hey, everybody. So... Like most people, at the end of the year, I review my year, I look back on my wins and my losses and my fails and my lessons, I make a list of things I'm grateful for, and we'll talk about that in the last episode of 2020. But something came early this year, and that was me taking a look back at this past year of 2020 and taking some inventory, looking at the bizarre, unexpected, twisty, thorny path of my life, both in my personal life and in my career. And so I wrote about it and made a post about how the year started in my career and how drastically differently it ended and just being grateful for that. And it got me thinking. So If you've read anything I've written in the past few years, I like to talk about something called an and conversation. I actually did not invent that term. I I learned it, I think, in one of the personal development courses I took over the years. It may have been landmark education. I'm not sure. And I really can't recall the context in which they taught it, but I have adapted it and added to it and used it in my life and talk about it with my kids and used to discuss it with my team and... I want to share with you that when I looked at 2020, I realized that it's a big and conversation, that two things could be true at one time. Not only is it not healthy for us to put ourselves into an either or, let's be really careful that we're not doing that with people, with our life, and with this past year. Yes, this past year has been so challenging, so unpredictable. It's been unprecedented. For many, many people, it has created a rock bottom they never saw coming. And I want to just show empathy and compassion for those people. I mean, millions of people are desperate right now. They are hurting financially, emotionally, mentally. It is such a difficult time for millions of people all over the world. I live in the United States, so looking at the people whose businesses are being and have been shut down, people who have lost jobs. And all of that is true and can be true while we talk about the gifts of 2020. And something else I just thought of, it's also okay for you to say you had a great 2020. 
one thing I struggle with, and I I have forever and I've gotten better about it, but it's still there, is feeling like I need to apologize for things that are going well, feeling guilty because I, I feel bad for the people who can't say the same thing. And it's really not coming from a mindset of abundance to think that way. It feels very kind and loving and empathic and generous, but it's actually coming from a place of scarcity that's doubting the okayness of you and I to celebrate that things are going well. And I, I'm still working that muscle and I have a ways to go. But if you had a great 2020, it's okay to say it while and, right, and showing compassion and empathy for those who have struggled or those who can't get past the struggle. They had struggles, but that's all they can focus on. It's okay. Both of those can be true. So in looking at the end conversation for the last year in my career, I had so many challenges and and upsets and huge, huge disappointments. And at the same time, it's the best year of my life when it comes to my career. So more on the last episode of the year will come. But when we talk about the end conversation, many of us put other people and ourselves and situations into an either or. And I have never thought that way. And then after I heard this in that course years ago, it really solidified that and sort of cemented it into me like, yeah, that is how I want to be. So some funny examples, some serious examples. I just jotted them down on my whiteboard really quick before starting. So I wrote a blog post years ago about the end conversation and I showed a picture of a Dallas cowboy cheerleader. You know, she had this very, very revealing, sexy outfit on and she's doing her cheer, her dance. And both of these things are happening at one time when I see that. On one hand, I'm pissed off. I'm offended that as a female in this year, we are still watching women dance around and entertain people during a sporting event. Like really, every bit of my feminist being is irritated by that. And if I'm really honest, (laughs) there's also a part of me that wants to be one. There's also a part of me that sees that and says, oh, I just wonder what that would feel like. I always feel so powerful. That would be so exciting and fun. And I wouldn't mind looking like that. Both of those things can be true. You can be a feminist and say that you wouldn't mind dressing up like a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader, that you don't mind seeing that and watching that, even though it drives you crazy or it pisses you off. You can be an awesome mom while being someone who loses your temper and has screamed at your kids, who fails, who disappoints, who doesn't volunteer at school at all, ever, and is the last to pick up her kid in the car line. Yes, and you can still be an amazing, exceptional mom. You can adamantly, with all of your heart, believe in the sacrament of marriage while being someone who not only is divorced, but chose divorce. Yes, both can be true. You can be an introvert and extremely outgoing who loves people. You can be a health nut who eats Cheetos, a Republican who's pro-choice and pro-gay marriage. Yes, you can. You can be someone who passionately supports one specific political candidate while openly being willing to criticize them and say the things that you don't like about them. This is such a soapbox for me because in the United States, it's so rare. Whoever the person supports, they support them no matter what. 
they're not willing to say anything negative about them or, and I don't mean just to be judgmental or criticized, but to literally say, hey, I'm voting for this person and I'm supporting this person. And yeah, I agree. Like he can be a total jerk. Yeah, I agree. I don't like that she did X, Y, or Z. Many people are afraid to say that because they're in a box and they're not going to let themselves out of that box and they're not going to let you out of that box. Speaking of the situation right now with COVID, you can be someone who is pro-mask and you think everyone should be masking up, but you can also adamantly oppose shutting down small businesses. Both can be true and you can actually say both of them out loud on social media or in public with others. If people don't understand you, that's on them. We're putting ourselves into boxes and categories of either or, and we're doing that with other people. And then we're upset when people only see us as one or the other. Like we're inviting that. So I'm inviting you to break out of that, to embrace the and conversation. It's okay to say both are true. I believe in both. I embrace both. Does it make sense? Good. In conversations with my kids and in conversations in coaching experiences I've had in the past and in training several hundred women in sales and marketing, et cetera, I found that the people with a fixed mindset, what was comfortable for them was the either or conversation. That's what's natural to them. They don't know anything else. And even if you try to get them to think in an and conversation, It's very unnatural, very difficult for them. However, some of them do do enough work on themselves and look at themselves enough to challenge themselves and be open-minded to embrace the end conversation, but it's not natural. The people with a growth mindset, that's the mindset that comes from abundance. The fixed mindset comes from scarcity. But the people with the growth mindset, the end conversation is their middle name. I mean, they're like, yeah, duh, get it. They just think that way naturally. And they're the ones who can really expand that into every conversation, every area of their life. Everything they see can turn into an end conversation. Those are the people who are easier to coach. They're easier to work with. The people who have the fixed mindset can be very, very successful, but just in a different way. So when we look at the end conversation, aside from our interesting and kind of funny examples that I just gave you earlier, when we look at struggles, let's look at a challenge in business or a challenge that your kids might have in school. The end conversation looks like, hold on a second, who said it had to be that way? You can do this and do that. You can do both. You can think both ways. You can figure out and think outside of the box a solution so that you can communicate with the teacher to figure out a plan and go on vacation. Both of those can be true. When you look at business, the and conversation is a superpower because when you look at sales, oh my gosh, I'm going to have an and conversation with every person I'm talking to, to invite them into the end conversation. It's easier to sell to people who think this way because the people who have a fixed mindset who only think either or, well, it just can't be true. It just can't. Why? Just because it can't. You know right away when you find the people who are willing to think in the and conversation style because when you are talking to them, they're already open to what you have to share and they're willing to look at the opposite of what they believe is true because they know that two things can be true at one time. 
I can decide to forgive someone and have a completely clean slate and still have a boundary up and not want them in my life. I can do that not just because I can and I get to, but because that is an and conversation. Both can be true. I forgive you. I have a clean slate with you. And you're not someone I choose to be in conversation with. You're not someone I choose to spend time with. And it's okay to say that and live that way and to not need the other person to understand. That's a deeper level of the end conversation. It's like, and, 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 and. I can love the Real Housewives shows on TV and be someone who only enjoys listening to and following intellectual teachers and conversations in books and online. Both can be true. And I can even say it out loud. When people ask you what your style is, you don't have to pick one. If you have someone coming to your new home to help you design or decorate, you don't have to fit into a category. It doesn't have to be either. Or you can say, I tend to be someone who really, really likes the XYZ look and I want that chair. Well, that doesn't fit. I don't care. I want that chair because it speaks to me, but I'm also at the same time someone who really, really likes neutral colors and a conservative look, right? That's going to throw them for a loop because they're trying to put you in a category. They're looking for an either or discussion and you don't live there. You don't speak that language. And when you and I do that, we're inviting them to become fluent in that language and they don't have to. You can be someone who is a goal digger, a goal getter, a hungry, fierce, driven, ambitious woman and choose to have absolutely no goals and nothing you're trying to achieve in 2021. You can start 2021 and choose to have no New Year's resolutions. You can be a parent who wants your children to be educated and successful and encourage that and celebrate them choosing not to go to college. All of it can be true, both at the same time. So try it on. If this is not your norm, I invite you to consider living this way, thinking this way, looking at every situation through the lens of and. It brings you so much freedom. It gives you so much wiggle room. It allows wiggle room and freedom for other people. And it's just more fun. And there's one thing I know for sure. This world needs a lot more and and a lot less either or. Thank you so much for joining me on BU. I know there was something in this episode you were meant to hear. So let me know in a DM on Instagram at jillhermanbu. Be sure to subscribe to the BU Podcast. And if you have iTunes, I would so appreciate you rating the podcast and leaving a comment with your biggest aha or takeaway. Sharing a screenshot of this episode on your story is the best way for us to reach women just like you. And if you send a link to a friend, let her know what unique quality she has that the world needs more of. If this is your first visit, welcome to our BU Collective, where we get honest about what it takes to find our true self so we can set her free and start living.